welcome to live action Star Wars. I'm James. I'm Ralph. It still caught me off guard this week. Um, I, I think it's because we're starting early. I just got here uh, and we started talking and I, we can't sit there for three minutes and not talk about it. So we just thought, let's just jump in. Yeah. So uh, the three minutes, I'm, I'm sure. It, here's uh, We are talking no. this week about <laughs> Ahsoka Part 8, uh, The Jedi, The Witch and The Warlord. Oh my. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Nice to I'm Ralph already. Okay. Uh, I'm James. He's Ralph. So before we started, uh, you you told me, okay, here's the thing. We're on Blue Sky. Yep. That's where we do all of our our, our that's that's my of... that's my main social now. Yeah. Uh I suggest everybody do it. Um I now have two accounts, and so congratulations. Fuck. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> this is gonna be <laughs> can I tell you something? <laughs> So I play I play Fireball Island every Sunday with friends, uh-huh. and there's a new iOS, and we found out recently that the FaceTime camera picks up on cues. So if you're listening to this on an audio podcast, um, uh, this is this is what you're what you're going to see. You can it, it it picks up on clues. Oh my god! Uh, based on hand gestures, and I didn't know it was going to do that on Streamyard. That's um, amazing. We went I... through all of them. Uh, I don't. Yeah, we went through it, all of them. Does it? <clears throat> where have you got that? Is that on the Mac OS? It's, it's my Mac OS. Facebook okay. Camera. Oh, maybe I've not. Oh, okay. I'm. Oh, I, I wish yeah. I could remember all of them. Um. Uh, no, that wasn't one of them. Oh, I need to <laughs> go and check my settings and see if that will work with using. I need to get rid of that because. It's pretty I don't, funny. I don't need balloons flying behind me, especially for this episode. Listen. <laughs> so we do our chatting on Blue Sky. And I kind of laid into this episode and I told James, I'm like, I probably won't be this mean on the show because, you know, we like to keep things positive. Um, <laughs> this episode has been making me more and more mad. I thought, you know what? I'm going to sleep on it. I wake up 730 bright and early, have some toast and uh, be ready to go. And I'm more mad than ever. Oh, man. I really am. But I could say the positive thing is Solo's back on top. I mean, Solo's cool. That's, that's, that's great. I'm happy for you. Here's the thing. And I know it's not about the destination. I know it's the journey. And one of the things is like seven of eight of these episodes have been my favorite Star Wars stuff. In the Disney era. That's great. And I'm like. It, if it doesn't stick to landing. I'm going to be sad. Mm-hmm. But for me. Not only did it not stick to landing. But it undid some of the stuff. In previous episodes. Which I'll get into. Yeah. I'm curious about that. Uh, I, I get yeah. that maybe like. It can tamper your feelings on it. If you like. Because this episode. Yeah wasn't my favorite of the season probably was in the, the definitely in the lower half of my yeah. but i really enjoyed it um i i enjoyed it less on my second viewing which is the first time that's happened all season all of the others i've enjoyed more on a second viewing yeah. um and there's there's definitely definitely more so than any other episode there is things that i'm like what and why but i feel like that comes with a season finale and Disney Plus shows, when have they stuck the landing? That's the problem. And they definitely, at this point, it's become a... Mandalorian season two. Oh, with the Luke stuff, yeah. Really? The balloons? Uh, I I can't do the number two and the balloons don't come? Oh my gosh. Um, There's this one. These are great. I love this. I love it because they're mostly all positive and you're not about this episode, so it makes right. it even funnier it for might, me. Might, People might who are just listening like on audio, just go and watch a clip of this. Maybe we'll clip some of this out um, and put that up on a social thing just because we haven't done that in ages and it's really fun. Um, right. Uh, the chat is hobby. Do you want to say hi to the Yeah, chat? yeah, yeah. Let's say hi to, to some people. Um, there's, I'm sure more people are going to join us and they'll be going to like... Streamyard is here. Yeah, Streamyard's here. Uh, Superhands is here. 
uh, with Surprise, who's a who later he says it's Alex. Alex, who uh, in back in 2009 was producing a lost podcast documentary. Yep. And that podcast documentary never got released, but Alex was cool enough to give us like over a hundred hours of footage. Amazing. Uh, Alex, uh, give me a message on Twitter. Uh, I'm still on there. Uh, same name. Give me a message on there and I'll send you a blue sky invite. Don't send the blue sky invite through Twitter. No, I won't. Oh, why not? Cause apparently, apparently, uh, grand Admiral Thrawn of Twitter, uh, doesn't like that and will flag your account. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> send me an email. <laughs> or, I, I don't know, we'll, fig- we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Ralph's yeah. probably got your number or something. We'll, we'll sort it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scott is here. Lucha Johnny. Oh no. <laughs> Lucha. Um, hasn't watched the show yet. Uh, mm-hmm. the episode. Um, all right. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, <laughs> he might like it. Um, might. people might. seem to like I it. Did. According to Twitter, people liked it. Um, um what, what kind of sparked us to start this episode early was you said, I watched it a second time. And then the look on your face looked like, uh, like something switched. Okay. No, 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 not, not a complete switch. Things that I'd already thought were highlighted more. Uh, the first note that I made before I sort of was making my notes as I watched the episode, uh, which is how I watch it the second time around was mm-hmm. where are Balin and Shin? And it is glaring. It was glaring to me the first time I kept on. I, I, it was in my mind every time there was a fight and someone was on their own or something that's, happened. I was like, that's okay, one of the and things now... that undid. Yeah. Um, the season for me, we put so much stock into these characters. Uh, we Balin was the most interesting. The I think that's a key point. Is it's not like we did this yeah. as a as a as a quote unquote fandom or as us as a it, podcast. The show made them important. And all of my criticisms aren't based on expectations. No, because throughout this series, I've had expectations of like speculating what's going to happen. Oh, it'd be cool if this happened. But they were twisting and turning and doing things differently than what I expected or hoped for. And mm-hmm. it was amazing. Everything was amazing. Yeah. Uh, this time it just like um, it the fact that Shin, like I'm, I'm in there. I'm like, where's Shin and Balin? Like these characters were like every week. Yeah. We want to know more about these characters. And, and they become more, they more have interesting no, as well. Like, yeah. They have no involvement in this finale episode at all which is fine if you want to bring him in later i think it hurts a little more because we know ray stevenson's gone so that's that's the biggest kicker i think and i think if we i feel like we'd we'd still have criticisms but we would be a little bit more forgiving if we knew that they were going to be able to do the stuff with ray stevenson i don't get me wrong i think they're still going to do whatever they had planned I right. think they'll have to change it. They either recast or they pivot in terms of the direction that they take it. I think they've got options that they can, but I, it, I think knowing that Ray's not going to be there to complete that story his on his own, it leaves us with that same taste that we have when we know that Carrie Fish is not going to be there to be right. able to do Rise of Skywalker. It's it's akin to that where it's like. It's deflating. It is just deflating because we know that that story isn't going to be able to play out exactly how they wanted it to play out. Right. But also, like, yeah. I've been it just saying this It doesn't whole play time. out in the season. It just doesn't have anything. Yeah. Yeah. I- I've been saying this whole time that this show feels so focused that Dave Filoni feels like he has a set goal in mind. And sure, that goal might be for the future season two or a movie. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when it comes to this season... They feel so they're they're so left out of this finale. Like I'm like, well, why do I even bother? Yeah, why include them? Or yeah, if you're gonna at least I understand if you're gonna have Balin be off on his own journey, that's mm. one thing. But where's Shin? Yeah. Like she like the last thing that we know, she was like going back to Thrawn. She was fighting with the Imperial troops and stuff like that. And then then she just runs off and it's like where where go now like because she it's she was, literally she it's didn't literally, have the disillusion some... she didn't have the disillusion that balen did like him him doing his thing completely understandable she didn't have that and balen sensed that and sent her off to do to go with thrawn because he's like all right yeah. you do that fine but it's, 
it's without like without they a need, scene. Yeah, it's like oh, we need a lightsaber person for season two. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Or uh, uh, <laughs> I still think like we yeah. Speedy's here. <laughs> Brad Brooks is here. Uh, I'm just gonna go through them real quick. Yeah, we got Apoloco is here. I think that might be no. Oh, Tom, Sarah's here. Uh, Sarah's here. Tom Holland's here. Oh, Jeremy's uh, here. Uh, Tom's here. Jeremy Kelly's here. Oh yeah, they're all yeah. Uh, I forgot we started. And then uh, shiny plastic people also oh. here and enjoyed the episode, which you know, great. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, Amazing. do do hit that like button. Um, <laughs> yeah. Superhands asking, is there a season two confirmed? No, nothing is confirmed yet. But you don't have a season finale like that without everyone being on board to do a season two, do you? Like that's lunacy. Like you, you just can't do that. Um, so I feel like it's all but confirmed. Uh, again, I'm, there were strikes right. happening around the time that these things would be going on and are still going on. So let's let's give it a week or two, and then we can start being like, um, guys, we need some announcement now, please. Right. The uh, I'm one of those guys who get mad at people for when after seeing one episode of a larger story. Uh, get mad at it. How come they didn't bring up Kanan? How come this? How come that? Um, and I'm always like, okay, well, you know, Gosh, it's, a story. it's yeah. only a little bit of the story. Wait till we get to the whole thing. And so when I got to this point, I'm like, I, I don't know. There's, there's, there's definitely things um, that had me scratching my head mm-hmm. and it might just be stuff that's, you know, set up for later. But at the same time, um, I felt like this felt like a penultimate episode. I think no. this season should have been 10 episodes. Um, we got eight. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed the eight that we got. I, I enjoyed this episode. But I think this episode would have been able to be, would have paid off so much more if we had one episode that in, it doesn't need to be like 100% full bottle like like we yeah. were sort of potentially expecting the Robert Team World episode to be. It can be split like that episode was. But if one of them has a lot of the flashback for the 10 years that Ezra is there. So we get a bit of Ezra getting away and like something with him. We get Thrawn waking up the night sisters. Like we got that as a throwaway line from Ezra that he woke up the night sisters. We don't know why they have such an allegiance to him. And I think that that would be nice to know because they, they are dedicated. Like they're using him as a muscle. Like he's, they know he's, you know, able to, they're both using they each other back. for mutual mutual gain. Yeah. Like, yeah, potentially. Yeah, but that, but I mean, you know. Let's let's see some of that. Um The enemy I, of my enemy is my friend, is that that's that was already spoken in this show by Shin or Balin. Um uh, so I would have liked some of that, and then we could have had a bit more and we would have known more. And in that same time, we could have been getting some Balin and Shin flash, or in that could have been the cutaway. So we're getting mm getting the, the characters that we know or pre-existing characters that we know doing their thing 10 years in the past or over a 10 year span. Um, and then we're getting some Balin and Shin doing what they're doing and getting some more motivation, some more development yeah. with them. And then one of them doing a yeah. tales of the Jedi thing. Um, maybe that'd be great. I'd love it. But is that the way that you want to tell this story? Like no, the, I know. Show, the show is right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, the show relies so much on your knowledge of rebels and clone wars, you know, I, I, uh, I wish, um, that Luch Johnny was here. Uh, Cause he's not seen rebels. Well, he's not seen clone rebels. He might've seen some of Re- clone wars. He, yeah. I don't think Maybe not either. either. Um, I'd like to hear from him now seeing the finale. Because uh, he was enjoying it up through the episode that he was on with us a couple of weeks ago, uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm really glad that Liz is waiting to watch this until after watching Rebels because there's yeah. there's a lot. Yeah, it makes more sense. Let me. I'm going to bring up two things that I thought uh, were really awesome that mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. Uh, uh, well, I, I didn't like that Kanan's lightsaber's gone. That they just made like a replica. I was kind of. I got kind of sucked into uh, uh, the new rock star saying that Kanan's lightsaber is probably in Thrawn's office. It might still be. Um, it might still be. Uh, it was kind of cool seeing it on in live action, but it's great. 
and it 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 does it does work with that there has been like luke's lightsaber is very similar to obi-wan's lightsaber uh anakin's is like reminiscent vader's is reminiscent of anakin's it's there's so much of that it is like having him build a recreation just i liked it a lot and i think uh uh, inside joke which i thoroughly enjoyed was him saying that the blade emitter was too narrow yeah um because i know kanan's lightsaber in at least season one of rebels is real skinny yeah yeah Um, Uh, but it does have that big sort of flared out bit at the end but yeah the blade itself is yeah yeah um the other thing that i absolutely loved 100 Mm percent and it's been going for the last two weeks is ezra he's yeah it's so perfect yeah when he grabs the comm link off the dead stormtrooper and responds the dead body like yep but it's the voice it's on the voice to be a stormtrooper voice Mm -hmm. and he's been doing it since he was 14 years old like yeah yeah like that was i was like this is amazing it instantly makes you go oh so that's how he got away from the chimera in the first place like he just did something very similar to that he was a cheeky little fuck and just like put on a helmet and ran away like that's that's what he does when he dragged that body away yeah i was like this is amazing yep this is 100 percent ezra Uh it was written perfectly and performed perfectly uh he must have he must have watched yeah every episode of rebel like multiple times and really studied the performance or maybe got together with the original voice actor potentially that'd be cool uh specific interactions as well him and sabine their back and forth is pitch perfect i think yeah uh when they're in and the Dave hallway wrote this episode they fully wrote this episode he wrote so... all of it he wrote the season i think um yeah. i believe so so those are my positives um yeah when when he's in the hallway and uh sabine is like wants to shoot and he's like oh no the way he's just like wait 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 like not really yeah. fully trusting and then she stabs him and he's complimentary and she's fires back with all oh, what's your problem like why weren't you were this good and he's like well you know i was missing you it's they've they've got that sort of flirty banter back and forth that they've always had um just now they are older and can appreciate that each other are both very hot um Whereas back then, she's just like, mm, all right, little boy, go away. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm on the same wolf. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. There was some hands around waist. It was it was a nice little romantic wolf ride. Um, the wolves that then disappeared as soon as they got in there, but then were back as soon as they got, were back out. Nitpick. That's a silly little nitpick. It's TV. Um I I really liked Hu Yang because Hu Yang and Ezra have never met before. This is them, their first interaction. So they don't know each other. Right. Ezra gives, like, allows Hu Yang to have some exposition about how old he is. Uh, that character can be in anything at any point in time, which is great. As you love to see it. Um, and then when he, when Hu Yang first hears about Kanan he's like oh yeah Caleb he was a like he drops the Caleb name like Caleb Doom being his name that he would have known Huyang as um it's just dropped once again it's uh it's it's an easter egg for Rebels fans that isn't completely essential um I was curious why they weren't seemingly in any sort of urgency to get back to the Chimera earlier on until the TIE Fighters arrived they were just sort of having a little little roll at the speed of the the carts they didn't seem to be bothered at all Uh, that was that was that was weird to me i have Uh, so many logic issues with this show this this uh i i said it last week i've said it multiple times rick famayua i just don't like his star wars i yeah i think his first episode that he did is my favorite of the bunch which is weird because it's one of a lot of people's least favorite uh mando season one episodes um it's the, the, the child like, no the bounty hunter episode oh no he did do that one as well yeah no that yeah, he did yeah that one. is his first one yeah i like the bounty hunter one um the one where they they're on the prison ship um, yes he didn't care for that episode. also i think he did the one with uh the one that's sent around bill burr yeah that in which season I actually one like 
quite a no the other one the one oh, where right. they're yeah that one's where great Amanda takes his helmet off or takes mm-hmm. the stormtrooper helmet off um that i thought that was a good one mm-hmm. um good. I, I just like the this had totally the same flavor as the mando season three finale which he also directed which i'm mm-hmm. just like i don't care about any of the action there's no stakes uh, i here's the thing they're in the castle. They take out the stormtroopers. Yep. And then they get the Night Sisters reanimate them. Mm-hmm. But they're not like any extra special powers. They're just slower. They're just and they zombies. Can still like, yeah. Cut yep. them down and just they're getting back retreat up. and run yep. up. And there's plenty of working doors, fully functioning doors that are helping them out. There's literally no tension. I feel like, like these these zombied up troopers aren't adding anything to the story. It's just it's a, a wall, a, isn't it? It's a moving threat. wall that's just pushing them where they want to go anyway. But yeah, great. Yeah. But make the blast doors either not work or not there. Yeah, yeah. Make it so there's any sort of tension there. It's the action in this episode was so boring. Uh, Fetz is here and he he agrees with you. Um, I don't think Fetz has been too hot in the series all the way through, but but let me ask this. So, so Rob, let me ask you this. The action in this episode, I feel like was definitely more boring than anything else in the rest of this season. I think the lightsaber battle was like my least favorite of the series. Oh, wow. I loved it. Um, I thought it was here, but also like, Okay. So the Night Sisters, we open up with the Night Sisters turning Morgan into a witch with the finger things uh-huh. and the stuff. And then they give her a sword. The, a sword the, I've never seen before. Me neither. Sword, they call it the Blade of Talzin, which is obviously reference to Mother Talzin. But yeah, we, I don't okay. think we've ever seen it but before. But what does that mean? It's not. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's an additional threat. It doesn't go through a lightsaber. No. So as far as I'm concerned, it might as well be Beskar or those lightning rods that grievous's guards use mm-hmm. so i'm like okay i don't whatever this is I, okay it's supposed to be cool um but i know nothing about it and they haven't explained to me in the episode why this is cool also did morgan get powers i think she got powers. She, she, i think she she was how, how would she was i know that up. when the the lightsaber battle looks exactly the same as her lightsaber battle in the mandalorian with morgan like it looked exactly the same and it's like, this isn't raising the stakes for me. And she dies. And again, this is me talking about a story that's not, hasn't been completed yet. She dies so unceremoniously. Um, she's used just to kind of make sure to stall for Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets taken out, sliced to the stomach right away. And then cut to, a while. Cut to Thrawn. Well, I mean, yeah. she gets cut. Yeah, she and gets cut in the stomach, yeah. and then right away they cut to Thrawn saying, "She's she, she played a part." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I I agree no with sort of monologue or or I agree or, with some or, of the action. This um, is the thing. This is my problem. I'm just going to bring this. I want to. I just want to bring this up real quick because this is a season finale, uh-huh. and I know there's stuff to set up for future stories, and I'm assuming that she's not dead. Her stomach glowed uh, green, and I they gave her witch powers, and we're going to find out that that's what the witch powers were. But I feel like a finale should be have some sort of closure. I, I agree. I think and that's still, at the end of her. I don't think she's coming back. You don't think she's coming back? No. I think she's done. I think that was her, her, her big finale episode. That's why they put so much focus on her in this episode. I think that's that was her swan song. But with no story. With no story. She's never had a she story. She's 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 a lackey. She's but, a pawn. And Thrawn says, was the only says, one who knew that she was a pawn. She thought she was more important than she was. Thrawn used her as a pawn the whole way. That's so why when, when he Thrawn sort of is sweet talking Empire, her, yeah. She, so Thrawn says for the Empire. She says for Dathomir, and I'm like, that has no meaning to me. No, she she's elevating herself. She thinks she's more important than she is. Uh, the witch, the sisters think, okay, cool. As a as a night sister, she's got us home. She's played her part to them. She's getting them home, or or to their new home. Um, and Thrawn is always just like, you used to build ships for me, cool. Uh, you got my ring here, cool. Thanks. Uh, you're sending me back, cool. Now just go and defend me. 
like i he doesn't give two shits about her and he the way that he talks to her it, it was it was very gaslighty like manipulating her it's like i i really need you i need you i like without your help right now i i can't do this and she's like okay yes 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 sir yes sir okay but yeah, but there's no character arc where she f- realizes she's been betrayed or doesn't matter or anything she still like that. believes that she's important to the very end but you don't hear any of that she just gets sliced in the stomach and then that's uh-huh. it but it, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. There's, there's, there's ways of looking at it where it's like if they started explaining all of that, it would feel cheap as well. I have a feeling her witch powers are the reason why she has witch powers is so she could come back. Maybe, maybe. Because I thought, I thought it was just a level up because we've and... seen her get beaten before by Ahsoka, so now she needs to be a threat. And she, like you said, that she, like that, that was quite a long fight. I think they could have probably shortened it, but they fight on multiple different levels. And she she cuts Ahsoka's lightsaber. She she holds her own for quite a while. Um, right. And I I liked it. I like the way. I mean, again, it's the same as their last fight. When the coolest stuff on it is when it's the one wide shot, and you're just seeing them go back and forth. It was. Oh, I potentially that actress uh, is just very good swordswoman, um, and that's why she's been related to stuff. Bruce Lee. Okay, great. Um, so almost certainly does a lot of her own stuff. Um, it was the best that I thought Rosario looked with a blade throughout the whole series. Um, yeah, I I really like that. But I do think that some of the other action like was a bit like, all right, cool. Like we got it, zombie troopers. Yep, that should have just been like a, a wall. Uh, the death troopers, the dead death troopers were just a threat the the you know death troopers have always just been a bit like ah you look cool but you don't do anything really impressive um yeah um rip off an arm or something do something where i'm just like oh these guys are with rick and that's what confuses me and i suppose i think the reason that he directed this finale is because they wanted they knew it was going to be a big action episode they wanted a big action episode and they're like right a lot of it is going to have to be volume based Rick's got a lot of experience shooting action in the volume. Let's go with the experienced guy. When, like, someone like Bryce maybe would have been a better Bryce choice. Howard's great. That's, that uh, was the first Steph, thought. Steph, Steph Green. Green. Yep. All the women that direct these Star Wars they have been amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, I would have got rid of these dudes. <laughs> and I think, and I really do like Rick as a director, like his other films. And, well, Dope is an amazing movie. But Is there action in Dope? That's minimal, very, very minimal. Like, and it's like a kids running away from something. It's not a action fight, fight, fight. Um, I would rather see him do like more character based comedy stuff uh, or things like that, character based at least. Um, because I feel like that's where he shines better. Because the character moments I think were really good in this episode, it just wasn't enough of it, there wasn't enough carrying on the character development that we've already had i feel like it mm. fell a little bit flat in service to action gotcha. runtime when the action wasn't of the same quality um yeah, yeah. You, can I, real, you can really feel the directors in this show yeah this show i think yeah definitely definitely um yeah yeah uh, i guess yeah, yeah. Jeremy Kelly says her uh, Leku were really bouncy this episode. <laughs> I've noticed. Notice. I didn't know. I've noticed. I've been staring at them like the whole the whole series. I'm like, yeah, they look kind of cool. They do. Like, look I don't cool. know. I think they look really they almost. Good. They almost got the 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 prosthetics to match the bounciness of that sort of rebels Clone Wars. Uh, the physics. way that they, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, um, she I says she thinks she'll come back. Okay, the the thousand sword mm. being a pretty big deal. Yeah, they did make a lot of it. Um, mm. Maybe, but didn't Ahsoka take that at the end? So, well, I mean, for season two, we have Ahsoka and Sabine, two protagonists on a planet with Shin. Uh, Balin's probably out of the picture, so they'll probably need a second antagonist. And I think, uh, unless Shin and Morgan... I think maybe Shin just goes to follow Balin and picks up his story um they'd have to do a pivot there maybe we just get whatever balin is going for as a new like 
yes, and we just get a Balance goal found me, blah blah blah, like bit of yada yadaing over what would have been his stuff. Um, let's talk about that because we get him for all of about twelve seconds. Right. But where we get him is a big deal. Right. Because that is the father. He he stood on the father. Uh, next to him, we see the son. And we do see the daughter, but the daughter is lost her head. Because in the Clone Wars, in the Mortis arc of the Clone Wars, Ahsoka dies, full on dies. Um, mm-hmm. And the daughter gives her life force to resurrect Ahsoka. Uh, and that is when Morai the owl comes into it all. Um, the, you're making a face. I'm sure that this is sort of your least favorite Star Wars stuff. Sorry, it, it's a reaction to Fett's oh, comment, right, in, which I'm going to star right now, and we'll discuss that. We'll, in a we'll bit. get that. We'll get back to it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like. I I am not an expert on any of the Mortis stuff by any stretch. It's one of the things that I know the least about, and I've not really put in the time because people go hard on that so i'm sure that there's a lot of people that know it better than i do but yeah uh, i know that the daughter sacrificed herself so having her like without a head there really kind of interesting having morai the the owl pop up at the end when ahsoka sees her that's key as well because that is like the embodiment of that like we've seen it in loads of different places places that it shouldn't be like the world between worlds and here it's 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 uh a like it's a token of Ahsoka at this point. It's it's connected, and that came up from the uh, Mortis stuff. What he's looking at that that mountain with something coming out of it in the distance. I don't know. There are people on the internet who think that that is the mother or Abeloth, which is from some of the last EU books before the buyout. Uh, I think it was Fate of the force or something like that fate of the jedi maybe it was a it was a nine book series that i didn't read i wasn't reading uh all of that stuff at that point um way in the future and it does tie into all of that it's yeah it's it's the mother it's another one of those mortis gods whether it's that whether it's something completely different whether it's the father himself he said that he was wants to find the beginning to end it all uh yeah Brad Brooks mentions that uh, if Balin is going to be the father, could they get away with a transformation? Recast? That's um, potentially. I think that's that's the way. My that's only, what I'm sort of saying is if they are. My only go knowledge and... of them is is what I saw in Rebels, and I probably should have absorbed more of the information that was given to me at that time. But um, a, a recast is it's real rough, man. It's got to be someone pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe get Thomas Jane, get a different uh, <sighs> Punisher in there. I do love Tom Jane. He is a <laughs> beautiful weirdo. And then, um, and then cast Dolph Lundgren, and then uh, who else played Punisher? Who's the dude from Walking Dead that played? Shane? Oh, Who's John Barenthal. Yeah, 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 Barenthal. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I feel like, I mean, if you recast, like uh, it, it does. Yeah, Stevie says it's got to be someone pretty good too. It really does. Like yeah. what Ray did was. Like above and beyond what I think anyone expected from this, uh, from that. And with his story in this, I I fully uh, am on board with because we were saying uh, no face mapping. No, I agree. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, was that we kind of hoped that his end of the journey was here and he was moving on. Um, but with this shot of him on top of the statue, it's like his story's just oh, getting boy, going. You're promising a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know how, yeah, I don't know how this works, uh, I, I, but What's a recast, yeah, like who, yeah, it's, it's a tough situation, um, but it's clearly a story that they want to tell, mm. so they left it in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They, they had the opportunity to remove that and to change some things up. Uh, there was something Shin, earlier on. They could have had Shin been there. Yeah, exactly. They could have just. Standing with him, maybe. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then it could be explained away later that, uh, you know, he was... He sacrificed himself so that she could complete his mission, something like that. Yeah. I agree. They, they've they've had enough time to be able to do stuff if they wanted to, but I think they they want to do with the, the way that they're doing it. Um, so funny, because it's only like eight episodes, and he was in it, you know, a, per episode probably... Yeah, but just like maybe like... 20 minutes of screen time total. Of time. Yeah, yeah, total. Probably. And the impact, the impact he left was like, Huge. 
Oh no, we Amazing. can't. Like this is like like Boba Fett level. Like Boba Fett was in the original trilogy for like uh, like a total of something like ten minutes or something. If that, yeah. And uh, yeah, if that. And uh, but it's like, oh, it's so awesome. But that you can't really. But this time, there's actually some character there. We just didn't get enough of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess so. I guess Boba Fett's kind of a blank slate. He was. But yeah. but yeah, I mean to to recast, it seems like. Yeah, he hasn't been in Star Wars that much, but instantly became like, iconic, sort of, like a kind yeah. of an iconic villain. Like, or not even villain. That's what makes him so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw some people just sort of saying like they wished that Thrawn had been just angled as a end of credits like teaser for the season and right. not used, and that the focus had been on them. And yeah. as much as I did enjoy Thrawn in this season, I didn't. I don't hate that as an idea. Um. Yeah, um, I I don't hate it. if it would have given them the screen time to be able to do more of there. I think that's interesting. Um, that's there was some stuff. There was some quotes and things in some of the the dialogue that I really enjoyed. Uh, when they were talking about uh, Hu Yang mentioned like he noticed that the um or knows that the relationship between a master and an apprentice is as challenging as it is meaningful. I thought that was really sweet and that then made uh sabine feel self-conscious and go right i need to i need to talk to my master here um so she went and had her conversation with uh ahsoka mm-hmm. i i again i think a lot of people thought that sabine shouldn't have been forgiven or needed more of a punishment or anything like that and i feel like the ahsoka at the beginning of the series would have she would have like given her a tongue lashing she would have just sort of said you you screwed up i told you not to do this yada 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 i feel like ahsoka post anakin like episode there's so much more there she has come to peace with everything all of her own insecurities because ahsoka is someone who has always had these insecurities and uh sabine is someone who's had insecurities all the way through as well and guilt that she feels over everything I think this version of Ahsoka is saying you screwed up. Yes. But I know that you know that. So I'm not going to berate you. You've already done that to yourself. So I'm, Mm. I've got your back. I I trust that you have learned from your mistakes and that going forward, you will not make them again. And that no matter what you do, I'm going to trust you. I'm not going to second guess you. I will support you in whatever you want to do. Um, and I like that it was unspoken. It was it was subtext, um, but for me, it, there was enough of it there in the the looks and what we've already seen this season that it's it is there if you you want it to be. Right, right. What do you think of her going back, Sabine? Yeah, I. I thought it was it, as soon as we saw Ahsoka coming up the stairs, I, I assumed that that's what it was going to be. And I liked it because it's that the relationship that she has with Ahsoka at this point is more important than the relationship that she has with Ezra. Yeah. She she was doing this thing for Ezra. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but she was doing this to get Ezra home. But then she saw Ahsoka and she was like, mm, she, she needs my help. She assumed that she needed her help. We don't know her, potentially. Um, and I feel like just on a time-wise thing, Ahsoka wouldn't have been able to get out of there without Sabine sticking around. So they helped each other. That's That's been the through line of this whole thing is Hu Yang said it to him early on. It's like, you were always better when you were together. Mm-hmm. And they've the, every opportunity they've had, even earlier in this episode, they split. And it was Sabine that was saying, no, 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 no. We should stay together. And Ahsoka's like, no, 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 don't worry. I've got this. And then it was, it took Sabine saying, no, we stick together. That's how we get through this. Uh, and so I like that that is what kept them both alive. Yeah. The, uh, we got to see the force push jump thing in live action. Uh, they did that in Rebels a lot. And that's Kanan, a classic, yeah. Kanan, yeah, and, Kanan Ezra, and Ezra, and then Maul and Ezra. Yeah. Um, like it's a, it's a big Ezra move. So I like the fact that Sabine saw it and went, 
that thing that we you you guys used to do i can do that now she she uh, knew it in her head ezra mm. didn't know that she knew that and again i feel like in the set, we've saw, we saw people getting leveled up in this episode. We saw, I think, that we saw uh, Morgan get leveled up when she got that sword and she got made a night witch or whatever. Um, and then Sabine got leveled up and she, she was empowered and probably unlocked some of her forciness when she had that faith put into her by her master. Her, her master finally said, I, I believe in you and meant it. And so that sort of gave her the self-confidence and the the it it unlocked it what do you think of her moment of using the force and grabbing the lightsaber so i don't think she did anything with the door (laughs) i think she was just holding her hand out she didn't do any of that right yeah yeah um she grabbed her lightsaber that's exactly what i was expecting was a a lightsaber grab uh, in a crucial moment that was all i was expecting and sort of at the time i was hoping for and probably still (laughs) was only hoping for that amount (coughs) Um, those dudes look like predators under those masks, those helmets. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the, like, the way that yeah, off the helmet it looked like there was a weird something. Yeah, mandible or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it was it a um, oh, what was the species that Rook was? Um, no, it's not one of those. Um, the Thrawn guards, uh, the ones that they'd enslaved. <laughs> um, well, Tom asked, uh, whatever happened to the force speed thing where Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon used in episode one would have been handy in this episode. It would have been handy the, in the every episode one? ever again. <laughs> like it's yeah. Yeah. No, we don't, we don't talk about the force run. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we, we end up with Ezra being the only one back. Ezra yeah, and Thrawn just are the, whole the only ones back. Yep. They just, which Thanks, Jeremy, no agree. I don't know. I, it's, it's, I don't know. I was whatever with it. <laughs> uh, what what about the the push though like the uh, like we were talking about like uh, sabine being able I, to do the push i mean okay so she just figured out how to grab a lightsaber which is fairly light but, but for her to have faith in herself to be able to do that force push mm-hmm. on ezra like you could tell ezra was like oh man oh, i'm just <laughs> going to my death you can you can see his wheels turning on like okay so what's my plan B if she can't pull this off? <laughs> just trust. I think he's just trust and blind faith. But then and... so so she she does get him, and it's great. There's the moment where you're like, oh, did he fall? Of course he didn't fall. Of course he didn't fall, he, but he, it's a he pulls cute up, rebelsy moment. It's a very rebelsy moment. Fights the fights the stormtroopers. Yeah, but I notice ever since he got the lightsaber, he doesn't use the force during his fighting as much. He did once or twice i think downstairs like in the in the doorway bit like he was sliding around and he was just like there'd be like a boof over there and then cut i love that because i thought they're they're all using what they've got so uh uh ahsoka's got her double blades uh ezra was using the force and lightsaber and then because sabine was using a lightsaber but then still getting shot quite a bit it was like <laughs> switch to guns you're better at range like you're not the melee combat guy like you hang back and do the range We're, we've got the melee like it's just yeah. good for any party. Anyone who's played Gloomhaven knows that you should have a bit of both. Yeah. Um, one of my notes is the Jedi ship is broken. It's fixed. Yeah. It's broken. It's fixed. Yeah. It's broken. It's like, guys, just break it once or or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Ha- don't, it, don't... It, is only, it only worked when they needed it to work. That drove me nuts. Um, oh, I just remembered this, too. Mm. Let's see if I could. Oh, <laughs> what did you love? It's for, uh, uh, well, not, not a lot. Uh, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. So we're like this whole time. We're like, there's going to be one way off this thing. It's going to be the chimera. Yep. And at the beginning of the season, we're like, there's only one way they're going to get to this place. It's the Pergil. it's the it's the pergol. Mm-hmm. I mean, we they just like it doesn't seem like a big deal that they're on this other in this other galaxy because at the end of this they're just like oh it's going to be the pergol the pergol are back. They're not going to go there naturally. I think that's the thing with pergol. Like they yeah. they went there to help. But they don't go there, like, they, they, I think that's the whole point of having the rings and have it be there. That's the end of their migration pattern is they go there to die. They're naturally just going to go there to die. Um, but 
having Ezra back and Ezra and his connection to Pergo and having already gone there, I'm like, yeah, I agree with you. It's like, well, now they can just go back. Um, yeah. 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 And that Sabine sensed that there were shadows in the sky or something. I, don't I feel know. like that was just her sort of feeling Anakin's presence. Oh, I was assuming that was her sensing that the Purgle are back. I did at first, but then as soon as we saw Anakin, like, uh, I was like, that's just her getting a feeling. It's um, kind of dorky. Feels like what? Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I thought about that, but um, I'm going to go back to this starting thing from Rob. So, Feth yeah. said. Does Ahsoka prove that Favreau is the key to making good Star Wars? No. Oh, I hate that state sentiment so much. But here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Um, uh, Tony Gilroy? Yeah. <laughs> making good Star Wars. He probably doesn't even um, know who Ahsoka is. He probably doesn't. Um, and maybe that's a good thing. Uh, yeah. Yes. It should because, be different voices. Because Fetz did mention that, you know, this is like eight episodes of the Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the TV gift, like the image, which is, which is a lot. I think there's certain things that are, you know, kind of inside jokes, like the, the narrow uh, blade emitter. Yep. I think that's 100% for the fans of rebels who said that Kanan's blade is like, they were played as too thin. And that's um, super niche one as well. Like that's, that's yeah. more than like the character moments that they actually do like that one's and being being like a diehard star wars fan um you're gonna pick up on these things a lot more than than casual viewers of course um which is one thing as far as favreau goes i have my own thoughts on favreau i think he's here just to try to make star wars cool because he wants star wars to be cool i think he's Um, he's i think living out a childhood fantasy like they everyone says it um toys he's playing with toys Uh, yeah Filoni is the kid Fine. that read all the EU novels and is going into the Star Wars a lot deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, Gilroy uh, likes uh, military space sci-fi stuff. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say that Favreau is making anything good. I'm not going to say he's making anything bad, but what I do think is important is that um, uh, we're seeing a lot of different flavors, different flavors. Uh, even in this, even in this series, like some episodes feel very different and it's yeah. the directors um, uh, fully. Yep. I, I think it's the fully every single director. So I like, there's some stuff that I like from Favreau. There's some stuff I like from Filoni. Filoni gets really mystical, which I'm not into mystical that much. Um, I, I uh, feel like that's his Lord of the Rings love comes through, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, right. it's very apparent. Yeah. Right. And, you know, Gilroy's probably into, mostly into thrillers from the 70s and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so, like, you have Gareth Edwards, who does his thing. I don't know if you got to see The Creator. Uh, Yeah, I love The Creator. I did, too. Oh, my God. And it it, it feels like Gareth Edwards. And when you watch The Creator and you watch his Godzilla and his his movie of monsters, um, you're like, yes, Rogue One feels like Gareth Edwards. It's a Gareth Edwards Uh, film through and through. Like, so... It's one of those things where it's just like there's. I kind of like the variety. Yeah. Um, this felt like Filoni. This show felt like Filoni. Yeah. Uh, uh, Andor feels like Gilroy. Um, I don't. Mandalorian definitely feels like Favreau, but I definitely want. I don't need Favreau and Filoni to show run every Star Wars show. No, I, I want different flavors. Uh, John Watts. Yep. is doing skeleton crew yep which um i'm excited for i am I think that's the um, next series we're doing we're, we're going to be doing yeah it was meant um, to be out at the end of this year it's been pushed now to like early next year um right and but, what i like about it is it's it seems like it's not part of filoni or favreau it seems like it's a maybe fully john watts i feel like i feel like it's its own thing in terms of show but they've said a few times about it being off somewhere completely different uh whether that means in a different galaxy maybe it means in this galaxy not in that mm-hmm. in the other galaxy uh we don't know maybe that's how they the game get home is a group of kids in jude law uh pick them up but i doubt it i think it is going to be its own thing um yeah. and maybe at the very end it, t- it has some connection um 
But yeah, I feel like so, I mean that's that's always been pitched as your your Stranger Things in Star Wars sort of yeah. style, which is fine. That's kids on bikes in space bikes, and Jude Law looking great in a coat. Yeah. So Rob says Mando one season one and two and Andor are his top tier Star Wars TV. I agree with man uh, with Andor. Andor. I'm not the hugest Mandalorian fan. Um, I, I like season there's two. episodes I really like. Yeah, me too. And um, more, uh, there's more in season two than there is in either of the other two seasons. Like the um, Bryce Dallas Howard episodes, I think are standouts. Steph uh-huh. Green has done some standouts. Um, Steph, Steph Green Green's did, Book of Boba Fett episode Boba was amazing. Episode Second two. episode of that is fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Yep. So there's 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 all these different flavors, and I prefer the variety. I know it's probably easier to stick with Filoni and Favreau because they started this whole thing with Star Wars TV and having having um, Filoni as an exec producer on everything makes sense as like a as you're he is the George Lucas like he's the the guy yeah. in charge of that sort of side of things that's fine um, he answers directly to Kathy and no one else really I think yeah. um, I feel like Favreau was the name. He's like the Hollywood name who came in at yeah. the right time with Mando, which is why he's he's exec producing on all of these. But I don't think he does anything to do with. I don't think he had anything to do with this show. I don't think he had really anything to do with Obi Wan. Like, I feel like he's he's very much in the Mandalorian. Um, I liked Obi Wan. I liked Obi Wan. I just watched the first episode yeah. again last night. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, it's and again, it's a different it's a different showrunner. I, I prefer. Listen, Star Wars has been going on for 46 years. Yeah. Um, so I like different flavors. I do. Uh, I think and I, Andrew was and a I completely really agree fresh, that fresh not air. everything has to be for everyone. Yeah. Um, um, we we say it all the time. But yeah, if <laughs> if you like this show all the way through, amazing. If there's you like seven out of the eight episodes, amazing. If you like my dog, that's... I mean, if you don't, you're just wrong and you should leave. Because um, she's great. Um, but... Uh, oh yeah, um, Ellie, look, 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 that's for you. That's for you. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, oh, oh, do you want to come and join? Us? Yeah, Tom Holland asks. Of course, Tom Holland would ask this. As in Spider-Man MCU, John Watts. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, what's his name? Who he co-wrote Spider-Man with? I believe uh, Freaks and Geeks. Uh, Oh, uh, the, 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 oh, shit. The um, main guy from Freaks and Geeks. Dungeons and Dragons, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Did he's... Did you see Dungeons and Dragons? I haven't yet. No, I keep on meaning to. <laughs> so fun. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard. It's so fun. Um, I'm not a big Dungeons and Dragons fan, but the movie No, but so you're fun. a big Chris Pine fan. I know that. Oh, I mean, he's fine. He's, no, okay. <laughs> okay, I thought you were a massive Chris Pine fan. Um... Oh, no, I, I mean, I like him. He's, he's cool. Cool. Um, yeah, he's great. Um... Yeah, dogs. Dogs just gonna be on camera now. I think she's noticed that she's on camera, so she's gonna just show off. That's fine. Um, yeah. So that's I, I like that. That's coming, and I think that that will be different. Uh, beyond that, let's see because we, we don't really know. Like, I don't need a Mando season four. I like I, I don't dislike the show, but it at this point, I'm like that was an ending. It, and the way that it irised out on on those guys, like, let, <laughs> let, so so goofy and weird. I kind of love that. Um, yeah. L- let that be its own thing until after the Air to the Empire movie, where we know all these guys are, co- are coming to go to it. Um, do some other Mando versey stuff. Give me give me some Bo-Katan Mandalore show. I'd be down for that. But leave Din and Grogu on the farm for now. Um, yeah. Definitely need more Ahsoka. Yeah. And uh, the, the most ideal thing. So say they were able to tell everything how they wanted to tell it. Ray Stevenson was still with us and was coming back and everyone was coming back and it was green lit and we knew that they were in production and that it was coming next year. I feel like it would be like old network TV where there'd be a, a season finale of Lost and some of the plots were like, yeah, that was great. That was awesome. But then other bits and we're like, all right, well that 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 plot line happened, but then by the beginning of next season they pick up where that plot line just happened, and you're more forgiving of it because it just rolls into the next thing. And I feel like with season two of Ahsoka, the best thing that they can do 
is to make you forget that this was a season finale and that this is just the yeah. next episode into the next show. What um, if they just dropped one next week? <laughs> the world would go nuts. Um, mm. And we wouldn't be taking a week off like we're going to do next week because we've got a pre-recorded episode. Oh, yeah. we got a pre-recorded episode next week. Our Talking about Gary Rogue Wynn. One. Yeah. A conversation with Gary Witt. It's not an interview. We don't do no, that it's anymore. a conversation. We had uh, a sit-down yeah. chat with uh, Gary Witter. Oh, rad. It's Force Remembering. Ghost, Force, Force Ghost <laughs> Ralph at a rave. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember all of them. We went through, uh, me, Jorge, and Mick, uh, went through all of them, like Amazing. just trying to figure them all out. But yeah, so anybody. <laughs> God. Um, Rob, remember I lost a show with a story for each episode and an overarching plot? Yeah. What a time to be alive. Hey, they started it kind of. Yeah, I know Twin yeah, Peaks really. was around, and X Files kind of did it. Um, Greenland and the animated series did it. Um, uh, so, so Alex is having a bit of a, uh, a brain melt asking about Hu Yang. I believe he's talking about Hu Yang. Um, um, yeah, he, Hu he, Yang he, was in the Clone Wars. Hu Yang was in the Clone Wars. wasn't in Rebels, and and um, was voiced by David Tennant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a recurring character. There's, um, there's a few of those in the show. Um, let's. Yeah, I I think I've said all I want to say. Um, I will happily talk to anyone if they want to continue conversation about this. Um, hit me up on Blue Sky. Uh, hit me up if you need a Blue Sky invite. I will happily talk to you about this for the rest of time because I, I did enjoy this a lot. I definitely enjoyed it more than Ralph. Uh, there, there, there was things that weren't great. Um, for me, biggest thing that wasn't great was just missing Balin and Shin. That was the like. That was just a a whiff, complete whiff in in my respect. Uh, but yeah. we'll see. Um, if if they do it, if they their story is told really well next season, it all, all will be forgiven, really. Yeah. So fingers crossed. <laughs> next week, uh, as we just said, uh, we've got a conversation with Gary Witter that we recorded a few weeks ago. I was going to say to you, do we want to do a bumper beforehand? Because we talked about some stuff that is was time relevant at the time, like Writer's Strike that has now been resolved um, and his book that is now out. Um, I feel like I, you're getting it here. I'll just You know what I'll do is I'll drop in. I'll drop in at the beginning when it was recorded and then we yeah, should be good. Go. Yeah, that's that's a good way of doing it. Um, but that's coming next week. It was a great conversation. Uh, please tune into that. Also really relevant now because of that recent interview that came out with Gareth Edwards talking about um, Rogue One and his the fact that that's his movie. Like, yes, Tony Gilroy came in and wrote some stuff on it and did some stuff and helped them. But all of this talk that Tony Gilroy saved that movie and all that, it's... it's it's not true. That is that is a team effort, and Gary talks about yeah. that. So um, tune in. It's it's well worth a listen. Gary's lovely, uh, and check his book out. But you'll hear all about that next week. Yeah, and I know we started early, and you know we have a little bit of time left before yeah, we have to go to work. Yeah, um, yeah. Stick around today. I have stuff to talk about real quick Ooh. with you. Private stuff. Okay. Private stuff. Um, yeah, because usually you bounce during the end credits. Yeah, I need to normally, but yeah, if we're yeah. if we're wrapping up now, then then I'll be able to yeah. find out these secret things that you audience are not involved in. Yeah. You might be. I don't so I don't know what it is. So come by next week. I might set it as a premiere so you can do some live chatting yeah, cool. while it's running. Um, it'll also be a regular episode, so it will go up on the audio feed. I think the week after that, we'll come back to data link. Yep, in two weeks. Uh, which we will figure out, but I think I'm off that week, if I remember rightly. So we'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, cool. So we might be able to do something fun. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, we will have to sort all of that out yet. We don't know what that data link is going to be yet, but stay tuned. Follow us on all the socials, even the ones that we don't really use. Uh, we'll post stuff on there. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and let us know. Let us know what you thought about the series and if you want to talk about it some more, because I'd like to. Yeah. Um, tell your friends all that stuff do all that fun stuff we don't we don't push it too hard on you but yeah it does help so do that and if you like all the new uh artwork for the episodes that is going up if it's coming up on your square artwork the square artworks that are coming up uh that's all ralph uh we'll see if it's working on 
Uh, not, I'm trying to get it to work on Apple Podcasts. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I'm going to yeah. keep at it. It's weird. So. Um, there's always something. But it does look yeah. great. And thank you, Ralph, for doing all that. Thanks. Um, until next week. Yeah. I mean, well, you'll see us next week. We won't see you next week. Um, but until next week, uh, don't give it to hate. Celebrate the love. Punch it.